0: South Sudan.
1: I was born in Herat, Afghanistan.
0: I was born in Vienna, Austria, in 1918. I was raised in the Carib territory.
1: Dominica is an independent we island. We have a lot of castles in Poland and old buildings. Here is a little
0: people. bit and more I'm modern. The city Busan is about 5 million people. A lot of people living in a very close, small space. So there are lots of tall buildings, lots of apartments. Very, very busy. Over here in Pittsburgh, it's a little bit more laid back and i kind of like that different pace of life on this episode judah samet judah was born in hungary and as a child was imprisoned at auschwitz crediting his concentration camp survival to his mother he and his family settled in israel upon their release judah eventually moved to new york to work with his uncle after which he came to Pittsburgh, where he enrolled at Duquesne University, taught Hebrew, and worked in the jewelry business. Here's
1: Judah's story. My name is Abram Judah Summit. I was born in Debrecen, Hungary, February 5th, 1938. But I grew up in Israel, and I lived there till the age of 25, and then I came here. I was born into an orthodox family, very religious, but very entrepreneurial. In other words, my parents were business people. We had two knitting factories where you make sweaters and gloves and all those types of things. My attachment to Israel is twofold. First of all, most of my family live in Israel. And then, uh, you know, if you are a Jew, you have an attachment to Israel. You know, uh, this is where we came from a single childhood experience, I would start from the time when we were taken by the Nazis and put in the concentration camp. And that itself was a singular thing, but it lasted about 14 months. In the camps, I was worried about one thing, put some food in my stomach, because they gave us starvation portions. They gave us every day for the whole family, six of us, one small black bread that was as hard as stone and they gave us some colored water that was supposed to be soup and that was our food. If there was one thing, there was plenty in the camp was lice. And my mother talked us into eating the lice. She actually told us that when you eat lice, you only take back what it took from you. So we ate lice. You see, somebody like me is a living witness. I just want to tell you that what saved us was my mother. My mother spoke fluent German. She could read and write and she was the interpreter. And thereby she saved not just us but she saved probably hundreds of people. Because when they put us on a train to go to Auschwitz and she saw that they were putting two buckets in each car, one was filled with water, the other one was for toilet. And then they put 60, 70, maybe 80 people in each car where you couldn't sit down. Everybody was standing, and the train was going to take two, three days. So my mother stood next to the commandant, the German officer, and next to him stood a Gestapo. And she said, we know where we are going. And surely you don't want the population along the road see what the Germans are capable of. The United States is my home now. has been for 51 years. I came to Canada through the United States. Our ship landed in New York Friday night late. So I was here. My first impression was actually in the airport. And I didn't like Canada. It was too cold. So I crossed the border as a tourist. And I got a job immediately. I worked for uh, my uncle in New York. They had a coat factory. And I was also going to school at the same time. So my uncle in Brooklyn was married to Raitsu, whose family were related to my father-in-law. Raitsu and my wife's stepmother engineered that we meet. My uncle's son, my cousin, was bar mitzvah when a child turns 13. So my aunt insisted that I come. I didn't want to come. So we went to this bar mitzvah. And there was a children's table. The oldest child was five years old, and they put us at the children's table. So we couldn't talk to anybody there except to each other. When I came to Pittsburgh, first I was a Hebrew teacher at the Hebrew Institute for four years. And I was going to Duquesne University. I was almost done. I had maybe 110 credits, and I needed 115 or something like that. And my father asked me if I can come in. My mother was taking sick. So that's how I joined his business, the jewelry business, mostly diamonds. My favorite aspect of the U.S. is uh, and its democracy. That's above all. Second, this notion that you can go anywhere in the world and if you work hard, you're gonna make a big success is not true. It's true only for the United States.
0: This episode is based on an interview conducted by John Irv, Otto, and Luke from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.